Uh, Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, I need to check myself. I need to be meaner with dudes. I just need to like, like because they can handle it. You know, I think it's because I think I'm like empathetic, but I'm not as empathetic as I tell myself I'm empathetic, but I'm not that empathetic. Like I do genuinely care, but like not that much, you know. Welcome to my podcast. You're listening to another episode of Leave Me Alone. I am your host, Elena Bamfield. I have another solo episode for you guys this week. And right up at the top, I want to share a news news thing with you guys. Um, This is from Fox News. Um, It's a video. I'm going to, you guys will be able to hear the audio. Hopefully, uh, I won't get pulled or anything like that. Um, But the ex-UFO program chief explains the three leading theories on the origin of UFOs. So this is coming from the former director of ATTIP, Luis Elizondo. Um, He discusses his leading theories of where the U.S. government believes UFOs came from and whom they belong to. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, So here we go. Fucking ad. Hold on, I'll skip it. Turn it down. So, when Lou, when people say, "Oh, you're in that business," uh, how do you how do you explain these UFOs? Sure. Well, my business has always been that as an investigator. Uh, I, I was an intelligence officer for the U.S. government, so my business was just to to find the truth, whatever the truth is, whether it's uh, a terrorism it's investigation there. or counter espionage. Yeah, we, we applied the same methodologies we did investigating terrorist, uh, if you will, uh, operations and, and operatives as we, we did with this. And the information is very compelling. It's, it's real. Yeah. Okay, it's real. Are they from another planet? Well, I, I think it's too early to tell. Uh, the, real, the three options are that have been presented that is our secret technology, uh, but we've done a terrible job at coordinating yeah. the testing of this technology for decades with ourselves which is highly unlikely. The second option is that it's foreign adversarial technology, which if you were to ask me would be a huge yeah. intelligence failure sure. of this country because we've been technologically leapfrogged. Or the third option is that it's something completely different. It's If it's not ours and it's not theirs, well, then it's, it's someone or something else. I can't wait for this report to come out. Lou, thank you very much for joining us today. So that was, that was all he had to say about it. Um, But the fact that they are looking into UFOs and the fact that the government um, released at the end of 2020 that UFOs are a thing and that there are things flying around in our atmosphere that we we don't have an origin for is kind of scary to me. And um, this guy's job, basically what he was saying, if you didn't pick it up from the video, at least this is my interpretation of what he was saying, um, was that his job was basically to look into these things and. Uh, whether they were foreign intelligence, like surveillance things or not, um, either one of those options is fucking terrifying to me. Um, the idea that uh, we are not, our country isn't secure and that people are spying on us and po- you know possibly trying to you know, r- ruin the country that I live in, uh, not a fan of that, believe it or not. Um, but also the idea that it would just be something that no one knows about and we have no idea how to fight it. Um, I'm getting a little fucking conspiracy theorist here. But my theory that no one has asked for about aliens is that a UFO, a flying saucer, why can't that be a submarine? Have you ever watched the movie Abyss? 
If you haven't watched the movie Abyss, I highly recommend the movie Abyss. I do not know who directed the movie, and I don't know any of the actors in the movie, but I used to watch it on AMC at my parents' house, and it was like three hours long, and I decided to write a paper on the like amniotic fluid shit that they would breathe to get down to the bottom of the abyss. It's a very good film. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Um, but basically, uh, I think it's fucked up that we know more about space than we do our own oceans, and, and we haven't even made it to the bottom of the ocean. Why can't aliens be of this Earth? Um, there's also another theory that I really like to entertain, um, and that is that UFOs are just time travelers. Like sometime in the future, we figure it out, and those are literally just people traveling to different timelines. Um, if you haven't looked into John Teeter, that's a really interesting little rabbit hole to go down. Um, I might have talked about him on a past episode. I'm sorry if I did, but I'm going to talk about him again. Uh, if you go to uh, Astonishing Legends, I've mentioned their podcast a million times, but if you go to Astonishing Legends on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever, um, they talk about this this time traveler, John Teeter, and it's uh, a man who just started appearing on internet forums in the early 2000s, like back when the internet, the internet was not what it is today. There was no social media. It was just like basically like uh, message boards and like sharing ideas. Like not a lot of people use the internet when this man was on the internet. I think it was like 99 or like 2000 or something like that. Um, but anyways, he just starts posting about how he is a time traveler and he makes... Um, if you don't want to believe in John Teeter, it's very easy to not to not believe in it. There's very easy ways to, I guess, you could explain away the things that he said. But um, he predicted, fuck it. Well, he he said that his reason for being in this timeline was because he had to go back to 1975 to get an IBM computer. Um, for the future. So he's from like 2036 or something. And apparently in the future, we have some sort of catastrophe, which doesn't sound too far off living in 2021 now. In 2000, it probably sounded crazy. The Twin Towers hadn't even fall yet, fell yet. But um, apparently something happens and all of our technology goes down and we need a computer from back in the day because it reads computer codes that we don't use anymore. Um, and everything just kind of gets set back to like an analog sort of thing, I guess. Um, but whatever. Um, they, that's why he was sent back in time. And uh, he says that he was chosen because his grandpa uh, had worked on this computer in the past. So they, they figure it would be easier for him to convince his grandpa than just some random person. I'm not really sure. Okay. But he did a lot of, he made a lot of predictions. Um, like he predicted uh, that the the twin towers would fall. He predicted that uh, one of our spaceships would overheat. I cannot remember which uh, which flight that was, uh, but there was a name for it. And it was a, it was a big deal. Like we we lost Americans and we lost American astronauts in this accident. Um, and the biggest thing, the one that really gets it for me, that just drives it home, um, is the fact that this man does not try and defend himself, right? He's like, I don't care if you believe me. Um, or And he posts photos of his time machine, and he explains, 
like the blueprint of his time machine and he the biggest thing for me i'm sorry i'm going to stop talking about this right afterwards and you guys should look into john teeter on your own um but he told people on this internet forum he said cern a, co- a company in switzerland is going to come out with the fir- the world's first microscopic black holes um <laughs> and i looked it up and cern cern did do that um scary because um, I don't know how much how much matter a microscopic black hole needs to eat before it becomes a giant black hole and en- engulfs Earth into it, but <laughs> but apparently that's a thing. Um, so I can't remember how I got onto this tangent at, at all. Oh, the the fucking article. But anyways, UFOs are real. I think that they live in the oceans. And, uh, and I, I think that probably explains like the Bermuda triangle and things like that too. There may be some sort of like, maybe Atlantis is real. Uh, I feel like I just made a dumb comment because I feel like Atlantis was an above water city that then became engulfed in water and we can't find it anymore. But anyways, whatever. That's enough woo woo UFO talk. Um, (laughs) we can talk about something that's real and factual. Um, something cool that I've been diving into lately. Um, So on my mother's side, I have a relative. Um, It was back in like the early 1900s. But there's this woman and her name was Harriet Quimby, which is uh, my my maternal grandma's maiden name. Um, Her name was Harriet Quimby and she was the first woman in the United States to get her pilot's license. And I mean, I'm obviously really proud of that because that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but I wanted to read, like, I wanted to read you guys this article that I have. Um, my my boyfriend's dad is really into uh, historical stuff. He does a lot of like, I'd call it like American Pickers esque sort of things, um, and like metal detector stuff. But he's really into history. So when I told him um, about my relation, he kind of started looking into like past articles and stuff. And it turns out that she, you know, she wrote screenplays and acted in movies and. Uh, she was she was an amazing woman and um uh she really in- inspires me uh but i just wanted to read unfortunately her death was caused by she was at some sort of aviation show and her and another man were riding in an airplane together and the wind shifted his weight shifted and back then those like biplanes they didn't have seatbelts in them so unfortunately the plane flipped and she fell into the water where she died. Um, I've never been on a plane and I don't plan on it because of that uh, karma. <laughs> but uh, this article was written uh, in the early 1900s and it was written shortly after she had passed away. Um, and I just think it's a testament to how shitty men have always been. You know, <laughs> like... Like, you know, when you see that, like, a, a basketball player's wife, like, did something great. Like, it's never, like, her name. It'll be, like, you know, Kobe Bryant's wife did donated this to charity. But they never use her actual name sort of thing. But anyways, they just don't... The media doesn't give women credit where it's due. And uh, they especially didn't back then. But this is the article that they ran uh, when she passed away. Little Miss Dresden, China, broken at last. How Harriet Quimby, most daring of air women, apparently nothing but frivolous femininity. Femininity. 
Okay, I'm going to try it again. How Harriet Quimby, most daring of air women, apparently nothing but frivolous femininity, full of odd superstitions, was flipped out of her flying machine by the hand from the clouds which she had always feared. And then uh, they have a little picture of her falling out of a fucking plane, and there is a finger uh, poking her plane coming out of the clouds. It's It's crazy uh but the fact that they said she's apparently nothing but frivolous femininity um that sucks uh and the the caption underneath the photo is the giant cloud finger tired of playing with her machine gave its tail that final fatal flip uh but just the title itself little miss dresden china broken at last like are you happy she's dead like are you mad she tried to fly a plane? Like, are you mad that she, like, was a badass fucking woman who flew a plane by herself across the English Channel, was the first lady to do it? Like, are you mad that she could keep up with the men? Like, it just, it pisses me off. I will be getting a tattoo in her honor. Maybe I'll get Little Miss Dresden China broken at last on my body somewhere because I won't hate that ever in my life. <laughs> I'll love that forever. <laughs> I'm starting to learn that about tattoos. I mean, I know I should have known. It's not that I don't like the tattoos that I have, because I do. Uh, but some of them, I'm like, I should have went a different direction, you know? Uh, because I have, like, a quarter sleeve. If you know me, you know this. But I have a quarter sleeve, and it's kind of like a garden-style tattoo. You know, I have a hummingbird and a bumblebee and a spider web with, like, flowers from places in my childhood. So, like, it's meaningful, but, like... I like want to do like a a half sleeve on my on my left calf like all the way up to the knee and all I can all I can find that I like is flowers. Like I'm like how many more flowers can I put on my body before people stop taking me seriously? <laughs> so I'm trying to think of some some badass shit to put to put on my leg, but I just I haven't figured it out yet. And that's the thing about tattoos, you just, like you know, you really don't want to just jump into anything. Uh, and I've, thankfully I don't hate anything that's on my body, but I am the type of idiot that would put Little Miss Dresden China broken at last and, uh, have to answer that fucking question and go through the whole backstory of my family lineage. <laughs> no, I mean, that side of the family is, is, that side of the family is fucking cool. Um, uh, that side of the family, my, my great grandpa Quimby. Uh, who is, I, I'm pretty sure it was like a cousin or a sister or something like that is his relation to Harriet Quimby. But my great-grandpa, he was born with extra fingers and toes. And like, wild. None of us have gotten extra fingers or toes yet. Like, and I just know it's going to be my kids. Like, we are playing the lottery with extra appendages. And I just know that it, it'll be my kid. And I'm going to have to make a decision. I'm going to have to be like, will you live a more unique and cool life having an extra, like, appendage? Like, because the thing about it is that, like, as a child, would I want an extra pinky? No, I'd probably get bullied for it. But, like, once you get into, like, your 20s, like, that's quirky as hell. That's quirky as hell. I, <laughs> I was going to say something insensitive. I'd be like, I'd probably become a lesbian if I had extra fingers. I, I don't know. Imagine what you could do. Imagine masturbation with an extra finger. <laughs> My fist isn't enough, you know? 
I need an extra appendage. <laughs> and oh my God, I saw this woman talking on TikTok um, and she blew my fucking line. So get ready for me to blow your fucking mind. Isn't it crazy that as women, we can fully, fully grow a whole ass person inside of us. We, we can grow 10, maybe even 11 fingers, uh, arms, a brain, eyes, fucking legs, all of that. Like we can, we can recreate all of that inside of us, but like I lose my hand and it's, and it's just done. Like it's over. Like I can't grow that back. Like, like, (laughs) and I know that someone out there, you know, like it makes sense that we don't grow it back. Like I I get it. Like I'm just trying to be mind blown about something, but like, it is kind of crazy that I can grow a whole ass human inside of me. But like, if I lose a leg, like that leg is just gone forever. Like I can't just like fucking farm up a new one in my stomach and just (laughs) can you imagine a whole leg, like a femur, a calf, like tibia, tibia, fibia, the whole thing, all the medic, all the metacarpals, or metatarsals, the phalanges, all of it growing inside of the womb. And then you just, you deliver that and they attach it to you and you go on living your fucking life. That would be amazing. I don't know why we can't do that. I don't know why we can't. I feel like we've, I feel like self-driving cars, we, we should be able to have self-creating limbs. Um, Elon Musk, get on it, please, and get back to me. Um, on the, while we're on the subject of babies, um, I go to a laundromat in downtown Lansing and I hang out there. Like, I don't really like to leave my laundry there, but I'm not trying to like hang out inside of the laundromat either because for some reason that like opens you up for conversation. Like if you're just chilling in the laundromat, people are like, oh, she must want company. And you're like, no, nope. Just clean clothes. That's all I want. Clean clothes and no one to talk to me. I'd actually prefer to have a washer and dryer in my fucking house. But, (laughs) but, uh, there is a Planned Parenthood right across the street from the laundromat that I, that I patron, that I'm a patron of. And, uh, the, the pro, there's a heavy, there's a healthy amount, I'd say. There's, like, two people that protest that Planned Parenthood, but they are not allowed to, like, be on the property, I guess. Um, I I haven't talked to them. (laughs) Obviously, I haven't talked to them, uh, but I can only assume that they're standing in the parking lot of the uh, of the Planned Parent or of the laundromat because they're not allowed to be on the property of Planned Parenthood. I don't know if they've done something uh, like to earn a banning other than just holding signs because I'm pretty sure you can you can peacefully protest anywhere. But um, but anyways, they stand in, they stand in the parking lot across the street from the Planned Parenthood, and they stand in the laundromat parking lot. So every time I go to do my laundry, I see these two people out there, and I don't think that they are. I don't think they come together. Um, and the reason being is because the woman that stands out there, she has like a typical corporate looking pray to end abortion sign, and it's got like a website, like a phone number you can call, and stuff like that on it. And the man that stands out there with her. Um, I don't sense that they'd be friends outside of protesting the abortion clinic. Um, he's an old, burly white dude. He 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 looks like someone from my hometown. You know, he's got like long gray hair pulled back into a ponytail, a trucker's cap, fucking Dahmer glasses, and a thick like white mustache. You know, and he's wearing like a Carhartt. He's got like oil stains on his hands. Like I've looked at this man a lot. 
Um, but her sign is real corporate and nice and uh, non-threatening. And he just stands next to her with a homemade sign that says, I will take your baby. <laughs> like, like, one day she wasn't there and he was just standing with a sign in the laundromat parking lot that says, I will take your baby. And I'm like, this is, is this a threat? <laughs> I will take your baby. <laughs> Like, I know he means well. Like, he's like, don't abort it. I'll, like, I'll take it. Uh, but at the same time, like, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. if I was walking into an abortion clinic and I saw a sign that said, I will take your baby, and he looked like that, I'd be like, nah, I think it's better off dead, you know? Like, God, that's so insensitive, and I'm so sorry if, I'm so sorry if you're a pro-lifer. Um, not, not only for what I said, but for... Um, for you, how hard it must be to have your views. Um, anyways, that that wasn't a slam at pro lifers. I don't I don't give a fuck what you believe in as long as you let me do what I want. Um, anyways, I just thought that was funny because, uh, it's not even like, like it's not a nice like like if I gave my kid to that guy, I would expect it to be sold into sex trafficking. You know, like. Like the best I the best I could hope for if I if I gave my child to the man standing in the laundromat parking lot with a sign that says I will take your baby, my best possible outcome if I if I gave that child to that man, um I'd be like, Well, I hope you get to meet Ashton Kutcher when Thorne saves you from sex trafficking. Like like I'm sorry, that's so morbid, but like who the fuck in their right minds, like, most people getting an abortion are like, I'm not going to be able to give this kid the life that it, like, deserves. And to just be like, yeah, this dude who's got time to stand around in a in a laundromat parking lot with a threat, no, the semi-threatening sign. Yeah, that's, that's going to be what, who's capable of raising this child. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a controversial topic, but it was just, it was hilarious. I did see also, um driving the other day i saw this like uh chrysler town and country driving and there the license plate said mrs yang and so i was like oh like like kind of being i guess i guess i was passing judgment before i like knew what this person looked like but like i was assuming it would be a uh an asian woman driving uh but no when i got up to the front it was a giant white woman which was just like it's like I'm totally cool with like Asian men dating whatever kind of ladies they like, um, but it just blew my mind because I was like, "Yo, Mister Yang must have a, a giant cock," you know, like, like I don't know, I don't know, like, and like I'm not even like trying. I guess I I guess I am using like a racial stereotype that like Asian men would have a smaller penis, but like I've like. Not gonna drop names, obviously, but it's like I don't have a huge ass, and like there was like one time where like I wasn't able to have sex from behind because the man's penis just it just it wasn't there yet, you know, like it just it wasn't it wasn't there yet. So that's all I'm saying. I'm like if I would like like kudos, kudos to Mr. And Mrs. Yang from Lansing. 
<laughs> that or she also looked like the type of person that may have just took that car uh, on the same on the same note. Like I couldn't see what her pants looked like, but I would probably guess they were Cookie Monster pajama pants. You know, you know. <laughs> um, ow, I just hit my tooth. Um, I'm gonna leave that. Gonna leave the pod on that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Next week there will be a guest for you guys, and I will be getting into schedule. Thank you so much for hanging on. Um, I really put you guys through the ringer with all the things I promise you. But uh, maybe that's just a product of my childhood, you know. I <laughs> that's the only way I know how to treat people. <laughs> but when I make the promise, I I really think I can do it, you know. Uh, mental health, it's a struggle. Um, uh, I love you guys. I'll see you next week. One of the questions I got was, when are you, when's the next podcast coming out? Which I thought was adorable and hilarious that someone even, like, listened to this in the first place and then, like, went out of their way to, like, ask when the next one was coming out. (laughs) I was like, I was like, and doesn't just let you use their restroom for free. You have to buy something. That's misleading. I didn't stop you.